Welcome into Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now here are your hosts, Jeff and Nicole Essig. All right, welcome into the Fitness Fanatics. It is Sunday, November 12th. We want to start off the show with a big shout out to all the veterans out there listening. Happy Veterans Day yesterday, and, and I guess it was observed on Friday also. So mm-hmm. uh, big thanks to everybody that has served the country. We appreciate you so much. So if you're listening out there, again, big thanks. There is a Veterans Day parade today that starts at two o'clock down at Lincoln High. And I think they're just, uh, the parade goes down to the Capitol. I'm not exactly sure the, the exact route, but I do know that our son will be there marching. Do you got any uh, mm-hmm. veterans in your family at all? Um, yeah, yeah, we do. Like my yeah. dad was a veteran, and I mean, grandparents, grandparents, uncles, cousins. Yeah, yeah so yeah. Yeah. yes, got to shout them out. Lots. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. I'm on Green Bar up there. A good point too, because uh, Kendall Warnock did something really awesome Thursday. You've served, if you're a veteran, serves your car for free. I think yeah, he did I heard that. Like yeah, 27, 28, really cool. You know, did yeah. that for free, for free for yeah. that many veterans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I'm on talking about too. He's like if. Those people are in your family, you know, it, it's going to look different for everyone because a lot of them, they got a lot of pride, right. especially being a veteran, you yeah. know, and guys right. too, in particular, for whatever reason, they're not going to always say anything. So definitely good. If you know them, just shout them out. You don't have to give them a letdown. Are you okay? Uh, but just yeah. be there. Just let them know you're yeah. around and you care about them. That's that's really as simple as it is, I think. Well, yep. and it, it should be like that all year round, right? It, right. True. Yeah. That's, that's the sad part. Sometimes yeah. we forget for mm-hmm. 355 days and it's like, oh, well, we better show our support to the veterans. Yeah. So we appreciate them. Happy Veterans Day yesterday. If you're out and about downtown, again, Veterans Day Parade starting at Lincoln High. Nicole and I will be out there uh, watching the parade and seeing our son. Now, it's funny. Our son is is marching for East Band. And what does he play again? He plays the trumpet. Well, okay, he also nice. plays the trombone, too. He just took up a second uh yeah, just Second learning. Second instrument. Yeah, so he's following after in my footsteps as I was a trombone player for seven years. Yep. Nice. So I busted that thing Not out. Not marching band. He's doing brass choir for tr- trombone. I busted that trombone out, played a few notes. Nicole's like, can you read music? But no. <laughs> <laughs> that part of my mind is gone as far as reading music back when I was in high school 27 years ago. Mm-hmm. Or 20, yeah, 27 years ago. I don't ago. think I could read sheet music anymore. It's been a while. So yeah. I played trombone too, but yeah. it's... Yeah, I, I, there's no way I could do it anymore. <laughs> well, and at a certain point, especially when you play like marching band and stuff, you're not even reading the music. It's it's you're memorized. Yeah, it's you memorized. Have it memorized. So it's yes, not the yes. same necessarily as like piano playing where you can just sit down and play a song because you've it's repetition, repetition. It's just memorized mm-hmm. by then. Yeah. So if you're out, out and about now, Ben was talking about trying to sneak his phone into the sheet music so he could watch the Ravens game on YouTube. <laughs> you have got a true sicko during, on your hand. during the parade. And we're like, no, Ben, you're not going to have your gonna phone. going to cause a pileup right. or something. Oh. You're not going to hear have, that. That's you're probably not gonna Ben. Have your phone. In do, you, your do you smile as a father when, when your kid's like that? The you're like, oh, that's, that he's that's, created. That's my son. I raised him. <laughs> raised him right. <laughs> he's kind of bummed that he's going to miss because they're playing the Browns. But I was like, well, two years ago, you marched and missed a game and the Ravens won. This is so, a big yeah. game for him, though. It you is. Because the game. Ravens have had the Browns the number. Two. But if there's you know a defense that's rigid enough to kind of slow MVP, you know, favorite in my eyes right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lamar Jackson. The Browns are going to be a team. So this, if yeah. I was, I would be trying everything I could to watch this game too. What if time's I was the him. game start? Starts at noon. Okay, so he will be able to watch a good portion of it because he has it. It's on YouTube, so he'll be able to watch it on his phone. 
he has to be at school at noon, but he'll be able to watch it before mm-hmm. he'll be able to watch it after they get done marching. Mm-hmm. So it's not like before where he was on the bus on the way home when they found he found out the Ravens won two years ago or it's a big play or something. Yeah, last two he'll years ago it. we like he'll still see it. My face FaceTimed him. Mm-hmm. And so had I he they were playing the Vikings and they won in overtime. So I FaceTimed the game winning field goal. <laughs> so he watched the game winning field goals. I fit now technology two years later he can just watch it on YouTube on his phone. So yeah, it's fine. So again Veterans Day parade two o'clock downtown starting at Lincoln High. <clears throat> Nicole and I would be out there um, also want to give a shout out to Nicole mm. who did her virtual half marathon on the treadmill on, on the treadmill on Tuesday. Yes. So she will get her nice shiny medal. I did nothing. <laughs> you still have like two days no, to get probably it in. Not, probably not happening. <laughs> so she did it. I did it. You know, sometimes it's okay to just admit when you failed, right? <laughs> So I, I failed at this half You marathon. didn't fail. You didn't even try. So I feel like there's a difference. I trained a little bit and then just got derailed. So I did. But you did it. Make the. I decided to try to do it on the treadmill just as an extra challenge because that's difficult to do. Um, but I started early enough. I did it on Tuesday. Started about 730 in the morning. So I knew if I just got to my wits end on the treadmill, I could just pivot and go outside and finish You'll it. run for yeah. a couple miles. Yeah, fit. but I didn't and I stuck with it. And actually, it wasn't that bad. It was kind of nice to be able to like control my environment a little bit. Took me two hours and 19, 20 minutes. I was a little worried about my treadmill because it's real old, but it was a trooper. Mm-hmm. Although between miles nine and 10, it did malfunction. <laughs> and the time reset, I was freaking out. Oh no. <laughs> you know? But it kept the mileage, which is what was more important. So I still knew where I was mileage-wise, and then I just had to use my heart rate monitor to kind of estimate the time. Yeah. Which is fine. It They're very – you don't have to – you're not – I wasn't breaking a world record or anything. So <laughs> Havsi was fine with my, my self-reported time. But yeah, I so did it. Got that done, and I did not. So yeah. kudos to you. I probably will me. never do a treadmill – half marathon again but it's a I, i'm glad i was able to say but the that good I thing did it. with the treadmill that you did was you could have your water there you could have everything you need i watched right youtube there. yeah you didn't have to carry you didn't have to run with anything yeah. or stop but i did stay on breaks. the treadmill the whole time i did it the whole whole time i stayed on it so yeah yeah so somebody ran just right by the studio there yep yeah. so great job i do want to give a shout Thanks. out to our sponsor integrative life choices ILC is hiring direct support professionals all over the state of Nebraska, full-time, part-time days, evenings, and weekends. If you're interested, you can apply at ilc.net backslash careers. Direct support professionals work to ensure a meaningful life for the people they support. They work to support people in achieving their hopes and dreams. So shout out to them. Thank you very much. We appreciate your support. All right. Um, oh, I do want to shout oh, out Ben. Yes. Garver, he's listening right now. Oh, good. He did the half marathon, the half Z. Oh, he tore it up too. Totally tore it up. His time was incredible. Like I can, will never be able to run that fast. It was. It's like an hour, 36 minutes. It was something really fast. What's like, that per mile? It's, I don't know if he's listening. Fast. He can that's, that's comment crazy, in. Yeah. I'll tell you, Ben, we're talking Boston Marathon qualifying <laughs> times coming up here. So That's awesome. Yes. It's also, I feel like that was his first half marathon. Maybe you should have held, maybe he did. Maybe he held back a little bit because that was going to be hard to beat. He but then have. again, maybe not. I don't know. I'm just not a fast runner. So that is not a time that would be in the realm of my possibilities we don't i can't even when i'm running that speed for two minutes i'm like oh my god i feel like i'm usain bolt right because like mine was 
And then I, I looked did down, like, it's like seven and a half minute pace. I know. I did. <laughs> mine was 220 was my time overall. And I think that's like a 1040 pace. Yeah. Well, two hours and 10 minutes is, or two hours and 10 minutes would be 10 minute pace almost on the Yeah. Dot. So it's like between two, 1030, 1040 average minute miles, which is actually really good for me. Yeah, that's I don't really think good. I would have done that outside with hills and. Yeah. That's really good. Especially by myself. Uh, doing the virtual because I would have had to stop at like traffic lights and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But so yeah, that one thirty. I mean, I guess he could go for under sub one thirty half marathon. We're never satisfied. There you go, Ben. I know. <laughs> you set the bar now. Now, now, as Nicole says, every, he said I gave every, it everything he had. He said every year now that you do half marathons, you're competing against a younger version of yourself. Yeah, that's the. So going forward, when you go to PR, mm -hmm. you're competing against this year's Ben. Even though it'll be next year. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll be a year older. Then it just makes it that much better. Yeah. So shout out to everyone who did the Havsy last did. week. Mark did. Yeah. Yes. Um, so Cody. One, oh, 725, he said. Oh, my gosh. He thinks was the average. I think the fastest mile I've ever done was like 717. Yeah. <laughs> In one mile. One mile. And not that was like 12 times. years ago. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty so. crazy split for a Havsy. Seven minutes, 25. That's very good. That's and, very good. And to Impressive. think, more shout out to Ben, to think to where he was over a year ago. Yeah. Um, you know, he probably never could have even fathomed doing that mm -hmm. a it's year awesome. ago. So big shout out to him and his success. We have had him on the show. So you can go and look back um, to see when that episode was aired. I don't know if if, if we dropped the ball on that podcast or not. <laughs> should be up there. <laughs> but it might. There well, should. It was one that was recorded. So um, <clears throat> like on a Saturday. We'll have to check it out. No, know, that yeah, that, I know it's out there. I know Sean's, Sean's. Sean's that was the ball was dropped there. So that was a Rico. That was Rico. So. Oh yeah, I was playing Rico on that. Okay. He dropped Keep it. it. I like how you guys are defending me. Yeah, it wasn't there. you. No, so was, don't get a bunch of angry fanatics fans coming in here. Oh, yeah. it was Rico. One hundred thousand percent. He dropped the ball there. Oh man. That's so funny. also, um, we are going to be doing a Black Friday sale for the next ten week challenge which starts January 6th is our orientation. January 8th is day one. You can enroll and do the winter challenge for 50% uh, off. Um, and so all ticket listeners can actually start taking advantage of that sale tomorrow. Um, it'll be up on the ticket homepage. There'll be a banner that you can click on. Um, so really the only place that we're going to be advertising that you can enroll starting tomorrow is if you're a ticket listener. So it won't be out on Facebook, social media, anywhere, just on the ticket. So when you hear our commercials, so um, really you think, well, why would I want to enroll two weeks early? Well, because if you're wanting to do a 5 a.m. or a 6 a.m. time slot, you better get those things quick mm -hmm. because they're going to be sold out. They might yeah. even be sold out by the time Black Friday gets here. It's possible. Is that the one where you guys typically are going to have two people on a bag? Is those morning classes? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Especially in January because our fit members and our 10 weekers are rocking it. Oh, right they're now. bringing it. Yeah. I know. And our, so our classes are already pretty full. So, we, mm -hmm. which is awesome. That's you guys what thinking we want. about gym number three? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> no. That's right across the street there. Yeah. That'd be incredible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that helped that help a Can lot. Can you imagine them on early break, Bill, watching the kickboxing? Like they'd just be giving play by play. Just, oh, that's incredible over there. Yeah. Look at them. They're just throwing ball slams. And No, our instructors are awesome. They know how to handle those big classes. Yes. So the yes. bigger the group, the more energy we have going on and you have just more opportunities to be inspired and inspire people. Yeah, we had 6 a.m. at Metal Lane. I took a, a video because there, I mean, every single bag was full, all 30 bags. I mean, mm -hmm. so 
when there's when there's 30 36 people we have 36 bags at yankee ridge when every bag is is full and there's you're punching, you're kicking. I mean, it is, there's not a better sound to me. Yeah, the energy mm-hmm. is really just good. 36 bags, just bam, bam. I mean, it's just, it's awesome. I'll never forget the one day. It was, awesome. uh, I think it was Friday or Thursday. They I get there and they had to ran through a circuit just doing laps around the gym, doing like going weaving through the bat. It was a little mm-hmm. bit of a smaller class, yeah. but it was different. Yeah. It is kind of fun what your instructors can do based yeah. on the class size because we yeah. have a smaller group. We ran like a circuit. That was like one of the best workouts ever. I was dead mm-hmm. yeah. at the end of that. Yeah, our instructors definitely know how to pivot when we need to for those big classes and small classes. Well, so and I'm not sure how many. So we have 50 instructors between the two gyms, and I would probably say we would have over 200, 250 years of experience. Right, combined all There's of the There's 25 years in this room. Well, 27 yeah. years in this room right now. Well, the best thing too, a lot of your instructors have been through the journey, right? Yeah, they all just, have. They members all, at one point? Yes, yeah, all of them. Yes, they've all been through the journey of, of starting, taking their before pictures, listening to orientation, learning how to eat, learning how to work out, making good habits, good choices, and then they instruct because they want to help change people's lives. So that's kind of really the circle of Feral. So I wanted to, to just touch on that. So you get 50% off is the Black Friday sale. So you're looking at $224.50 for, 10, for 10 weeks. Includes gloves and wraps and an opportunity um, to really change your life. Like next week, we got two guests coming in. Uh, Mark Onweiler will be here with us. And also a- AJ Leach will be here. Both of them did the year challenge. They both had incredible results. So they're both going to be in studio next week. They are competing against each other for $10,000, which we will find out at the beginning of February. Um, So they'll both be in here to talk about their year-long transformations as well. So that's going to be pretty cool. Are we going to kickbox to decide the winner? I feel like that's what it's building up to. You got well, two elite kickboxers or now. Or some sparring, maybe. <laughs> some sparring right here, right outside on O yeah, Street. We Let's can just, call it live from the tickets. We'll yeah. get a ring. We'll, we'll just, just do it. Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, so we Let's got see. about bit 10, 10 minutes or so. Good job, by the way. Yeah. Good yeah, job I've, for 15 minutes of yeah, high-quality, unranting I've content. held myself back. I know. They've been pushing it off. I so, know it's bubbling underneath it deep rage. We we do have um, coming up here at at the next segment. We do have a group of ladies from UNL coming in. Um, they run a organization called Charge that focuses on empowering women in fitness and health. We had the opportunity to host their group. A couple weeks ago, the last Wednesday in October, there was about probably 24, 25 ladies from UNL that came in. Mm-hmm. Nicole led them through a kickboxing workout. It was awesome, awesome energy. I think they had fun. We'll find out more when they get here. But So they're <laughs> going to come in and, and talk about that. And, yeah. and we're, we have actually have the, the owner and president of charge at the UNL campus will be here too. So just to see why they're Just passionate about, about it. Yes, yeah. yes. So that's mm-hmm. coming up here. But before we get to that, I do want to talk about the Nebraska game yesterday. Um, I was there in person. Oh, with, you were? I knew quite a few people. Yes. I heard it was uh, way colder in the stadium than it was it, outside. Oh, my gosh. So I heard it was, it was really, especially on the north so side, windy. I heard that wind was yes. killing and, the people in the north. Yes, yeah. and we sat on the north side <laughs> in row 80. <laughs> we were up there. And it was there were moments where it was like felt good, and then a gust of wind came, and you were just like, just, just, just shivering. Mm-hmm. Um, ben was wanting to head home, hitting the exits at halftime, and I'm like, "No, <laughs> we're it's seven zero. We're gonna stay and let's see what happens." Uh, 
so the, obviously like this morning, Jay Foreman was on and Harrison, you get to sit in here with guys that know more about football than I will ever know. Have more experience um, for sure. It humbles right? the Real couch coaches lifetime when I'm sitting experience. there with those guys. Yeah. You know, it makes me think about yelling at the TV. Well, this is what I would have done. I know. You sit down with guys like Jay Foreman. Like, right. Okay. Yeah. Let me, let me hear what you think. Right. First. Right. So this is just coming from a fan's mm-hmm. perspective, which most of the, most of the uh, guys in here that talk football, on air obviously have all played um whether it's for nebraska or um, you know raf played in, in the arena league and quarterback and mm-hmm. so they've all had obviously way more experience than i mean i only played jv as a senior so that's my experience mm-hmm. but as a fan watching the game what was frustrating me yeah your question's more the coaching perspective. yeah my yes right. yes yeah. so my question and if anybody wants to text in an answer You can reach us on the starter Heyman text line. So my question is, and when I've, when I've listened to post game shows, I listened to the show this morning with you and Jay, and then uh, listened to simple show this morning too, when I was cleaning the gym. So like, I understand trying to go for a touchdown on third and seven, third and goal from seven with three minutes to go. Right. What I don't understand is why you're putting your players in a bad situation. Like, well, and what, what point does that become not the choice? I feel like that was the circumstances yesterday made it. Maybe that wasn't the right decision. <laughs> right. Like I was like thinking when they got and, and go back to Minnesota, which I was also there in person there at the end of the first half, I looked at Ben and I was like, that ball should not leave our quarterback's hands under any circumstances. What happens? Throw, interception, no points. Mm-hmm. In a game, we lost by three. So 13 to 10, ironically. So here we are in this game, and I'm like, we get down there. And again, obviously, I'm not a coach. I don't make millions of dollars to make these decisions. I'm just an armchair, Sunday morning quarterback, backseat person that thinks they know everything (laughs) right Mm -hmm. so but i do genuinely wonder why you're asking your quarterback who's thrown four or five passes in a college game in the last year to make a critical play down there at the goal line with the game on the line essentially to a freshman quarterback to to, i mean not quarterback but yeah to in relatively inexperienced wide receivers that you Obviously, they're not getting Chubba Purdy's not getting the reps in practice with the mm-hmm. ones all week. So he's coming out there and he drive. We took over at the five yard line. I'm like, oh my gosh! And you just go right down the field, big twenty yard run by Emmett Johnson, ten yard run by Chubba, first and goal at the five. We're turn. We I think what I saw this morning averaging four point six yards a carry. Yeah, the whole game. Yeah, you have them on their heels. And I heard, you know, kind of the explanation on play one was QB had an option to pull the ball out. Why are you giving him an option? Just can the ball off three straight times. Chances are you're good. I mean, you might score a touchdown, right? You run on for, and it just didn't happen. So then I heard, well, you're not playing to win. Okay. Okay. So you're not playing to win. So you're putting the ball in the hands of your QB. <laughs> that's thrown five passes in a year to win the game for you versus putting the ball in the hands of your defense, which is pretty awesome. And had given up 10 points to that point in time, right? 
I don't see what the problem is going up 13-10 in a game where points are at a premium and kicking it off and say, all right, defense, this is it. Go get us the bowl game right now. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating. It, it's kind of it, a little bit reminding me of like watching the Bears. You know, how many times are we going to try to make the quarterback the hero? He put mm-hmm. the entire game on that young quarterback's hands. Now he's got to make the play. Uh, and Malachi Coleman, like you said, he tripped up a little bit. He was supposed to clear that out, which, you know, the whole yeah. thing right. pretty much fell apart right off the bat. Um, when he kind of got tripped out and he couldn't really clear his guy out. And Purdy, he's a young, typically they're going to try to force it. You know, when that's a young quarterback, sometimes right. if they're all there, they're going to be smart and throw it away. But he's going to want to make the play. Well, he doesn't get it. Okay, now the def- the entire game's on the defensive hands. If you want to play this complimentary football, play complimentary that's football. That's right. Yes. Like, stop. Yeah. Stop. Is what the Bears do it all the time with fields, whoever it may be. Mm-hmm. The, okay, we're going to call whatever. We're going to get cute. Didn't work. All right, the game's on your hands. Go make a game-winning drive or defense. Make a game-winning stop. Don't even let them get within field goal range. Like, that's that was what bothered me. We, yeah. we talk about playing complimentary football, and then we're calling plays that we're putting an all on one person's shoulders. Right. And if, you're, if your main guys are out there, mm-hmm. go for it. But, I mean, it's just, I, I just, I don't personally understand. This is a great one from Facebook, uh, from <laughs> Brent. He says, if you have three QBs making the same mistakes over and over, you got to look at coaching development. Same as if you have 10 weeks with 10 weekers, 10 weekers with terrible form at week five, <laughs> right, right. you have to question the instructors. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. a good point. You get, go five weeks into it, the 10 week program and you get people injured right and left and right and left. Yeah. At some point you're looking at the leadership like mm-hmm. what's going on what mm-hmm. are we doing so, and, and then, it was brent Menke, so oh, okay love well, our analogies yeah. from our members especially and then you hear like <laughs> oh everybody's everybody's injured we're on our third string quarterback we have fresh receivers that brings it more to my point like why are you putting those players in that situation and you think about our defense last year how just bad they looked mm-hmm. the first four games coach bush comes in and they start putting players in a position to be successful and they're successful. I mean, what's shocker, right? And yes, I understand that players have to make plays, but I personally don't see a loser mentality running the ball three times, kicking the field goal. You take the points, especially well in hindsight, but yes, and it's not just coaching at college. I watched the Ravens do this against the Steelers. And I was texting AD. Who's a big Steelers fan. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm pinning the loss on John Harbaugh. It, it's tie game. You're late in the fourth quarter, or it was like maybe at the end of the half in, in like a tight game. And you know, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, low scoring. You take points when you can get them. And I've looked at Ben. I was like, this ball should not leave Lamar's hands. What do they do? <laughs> Throw it in the end zone, interception. Mm-hmm. They don't even attempt the field goal with Justin Tucker. What do they do? Lose the game by Which a point. Is, you have Justin Tucker for crying out loud. So not only. <laughs> You have professional coaches. Yeah. Like, did I just, I mean, again, it's me with no experience whatsoever in coaching or playing. I'm just as a casual fan watching, thinking, I mean, does this just make sense to do this? And well, and it's like, like you're making that decision based on best case scenario. Best case scenario, this is what happens. We are three deep into quarterbacks at this point. We are right. beyond <laughs> best case scenario at this point. So it's like, how about we do like most reliable scenario instead of just putting best case scenario on people who don't practice together. They don't have that, you know? Yeah. And how's the defense going to play if we have a three point lead, right? So now you're like, okay, we give up a field goal. Worst case scenario, we're going overtime right now. The offense who has a really good quarterback 
is basically they all he needs a field goal to win. Yeah. So now how much more pressure is on the defense to make it like we're like we can't even let them get to the 35 or we're going to lose this game where mm-hmm. if they get to the 35 we're not going to lose the game and we're going to go to overtime and we'll take our chances in overtime like i just don't see how that as what i was hearing not i i didn't hear obviously jay say this but on, on another show like you're you're not i don't think you're playing to lose by taking three points in a game that's 10 10 I just don't see that. No, even if Maryland yeah. makes, you know, they go down and say they score a touchdown, like I'd still be okay with taking the field goal in that situation because the defense for the most part all game was stopping them over and over. And I do think, you know, if you have three points, it probably right. changes a little bit how that defense plays. Because right. that was really their only, you know, Maryland's best drive was at the end of the game. And, yeah. you know, defense got a little worn out. I think in that situation too, it's like, man, we can't another empty hand coming out like it just changes the mm-hmm. momentum and now Maryland's got all the momentum it's like we got time we just got to get within field goal range we don't even have to score yeah just just shifts all the momentum so it almost feels like square peg into a round hole kind of like with Joe Daly back mm-hmm. in 2004 I mean you just just treating him like like we're dropping back like yesterday like our quarterbacks are Tom Brady like <laughs> I mean, I think yeah. one time they rolled Sims out and he he could have ran or he had a wide open tight end. He just flipped it to the tight end for mm-hmm. a game of seven. One time they did that. Mm-hmm. Other other than that, they're dropping back in the pocket. Like, again, like we're Tom Brady or Peyton Manning back there. It's just like we're not. Like, you should know your personnel and know like, yeah. okay, they these guys just can't do it. They, I mean, that'd be like if I'm out there playing quarterback. They're like, Jeff. He cannot throw the ball, period, at all. <laughs> I can't even throw it five yards. Mm-hmm. But let's drop back. We'll just sling it around. We'll just throw it around on a 25-mile-per-hour windy day yeah. that Talia was having some problems well, throwing the, the ball, the right? That's the thing that hurts. You had Maryland at home in the best possible weather game mm-hmm. for us. You know, Maybe you could ask for some rain to really help us out, but the wind, it was set up for like the Nebraska home crowd to take over. And, and I'll tell you what, I thought it was very loud at times. Oh, the defense. You could hear it on it's, the TV. Yes, when it the was, defense was making those stops, it was it, loud. Yep, it was loud and it was just, I don't know, I'm just, I just sit there like I at the Minnesota game. I just I just sit there in disbelief. I'm like, <laughs> wow. Well, you can update the, the oh, score now. Gosh. It was 28 drives. Now it's 29 drives, one win when the game's, you know, well, within yeah. one score, nine quarterbacks. We definitely should <laughs> just do the same thing every time. Then. Well, yeah. and it, I don't know if it's <laughs> – I saw a statistic, too, that, like, since 2004, this could be a little, you know, Frank Solich curse here. We have – now we have a minus 113 turnover margin. It's bad. Okay, but here's what's even worse. <laughs> The next closest team to us. I don't know if you've seen, saw this post. I, know, I think I know the exactly what you're talking about. The closest team is like minus 61. Mm-hmm. We're double. 50 turnover right. difference. We're double. It's unfathomable. It doesn't I, make sense. Second. And it doesn't matter. The coach, yeah. players, the quarterback. <laughs> like, how yeah. many years in a row did Taylor Martinez lead the nation in fumbles? There's been yeah. a lot of looks. Like, People are looking at the football that Nebraska uses. You know, maybe it's our Adidas football in particular. Maybe it's a little slick now. There's there's other teams out there <laughs> yeah. that are just fine. They're not turning it over left okay, and right. Okay, we it's need to go to pure... break here, you guys. Break it up. Oh, oh yeah, we do. All right, mom, <laughs> mom separating we're the, the discussion. We're way over, you guys. We're, we're not, way over. We're not Now way we're talking over. about footballs. And... <laughs> we're not That's way true. Over. That is probably when you when <laughs> you talk about the football being used. <laughs> it's to nine argue turnovers. <laughs> it's nine twenty-seven. Oh, yeah. I appreciate the the clock in here. All right, uh, is it still off? It's no, it's, it's off. updated. Yeah, oh, it's right. off a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we'll be okay. right back. Don't go anywhere. On ninety-three-seven, the ticket, the fitness fanatics.